Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copyright Podcast. This is the Chelsea Reaction Show. I am joined by Christian and Jamie. We have got a trio of um, of people here ready to get stuck into the Chelsea game. Before we get into it all, Christian, nice to have you back on. I heard you're not feeling too good, lad. You okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm good now, but yeah, I went out Saturday night and had a, had a big night. So yesterday I felt like shit and I wanted to die, but today I'm back enjoying the life, I guess. <laughs> so yeah it was a it was a good night but um you only need them like every now and then you can't do them too often to be honest especially at your age lad especially at your age i know it's... i know <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah i'm so we, we're representing from sweden i'm i'm from liverpool but in glasgow and then we've got jamie over in boston jamie how are you doing lad oh, i'm doing great mick um just so happy that the premier league season is back happy mm-hmm. to be talking to you gentlemen and uh, getting stuck into these Reds on the Copy podcast, nothing better. Love it, love it. Yeah, but um, let, let's talk about the, the lineup then, because I think we all pretty much knew 90% what it was going to be, albeit like, is Jota going to start? I think there was people, a few people saying Nunes should start, and then who's going to play in the six, et cetera. Uh, Christian, how, how are you feeling when you saw the lineup and you and you saw it was going to be Macher alongside Trent and then Jota as the striker, was you was you happy with that, or was you a bit? I know you're a big Darwin Nunes fan. Um, were you a bit disappointed that Nunes didn't get the start? 
I wasn't disappointed, but I expected uh, Jota or David Nunes to start, and I, the rest of the starting eleven I was fine with. That was what I expected anyway. So it was just a question if if we was going to play Jota or Darwin. Uh, but I wasn't uh, disappointed. I thought you know Jota uh, is a good player, and we know what he can do. I did. I don't. I didn't think he had his best game, though he had, a, you know, he had a knock and all that. But I thought he was a little bit sloppy in some kind of uh, situation with, when you know, passes and touches and stuff. But it's the first game of the Premier League, you know, stuff like that can happen. But when I saw the starting eleven, I was like, you know, it was very offensive, obviously, because we don't have a <laughs> number six like a defensive yeah. midfielder. But I liked it though, so I was excited before the game. Yeah, and I guess same question to you, really, Jamie. Were you? I mean, the whole, we haven't really discussed, I mean, I've done the show on my own about the Caicedo stuff, we haven't really discussed that and the, the need for a six and we the, the fact that we haven't got one and we all kind of knew that when me and Christian have discussed, like, is this going to be another 13-14 season where we're just going to try and outscore the opponents? Um, but I think in terms of what was put on the pitch against Chelsea, were you, was that was that your strongest 11, Jamie, or would you have, would you have maybe gone, would you have maybe thrown Jones in there? Because I think people was few people were saying Jones should have started. I predicted that Jones would start myself, so I was a bit surprised. You know, I think I think Jones has credit in the bank where if he would have started, no one should have been worried or surprised. But with the way that we did line up, I still understood why Curtis, Harvey, Darwin Nunez were on the bench to give different looks later in the game, potentially. Um, but looking at the lineup, it, it's so obvious to see it's very strong offensively going forward. And I think from the outset of the game, it was always going to be about managing the shape of things to see how Cody would do in midfield, how Maka would do in the six. And uh, for the first 25 minutes, it, it looked like things were, were, were cooking, going to plan. And then as the game petered out and the legs started to affect and the culmination of preseason ending, uh, you could see sort of where the shape was by the end of the half. Yeah, I think that's Jamie's spot on, isn't he, Christian? Because after that first half an hour, we could have been 2-0 up. And I think, um, yeah, I think this Liverpool side needs a cushion. I think if Liverpool have a 2-0 cushion, I mean, I still expect us to concede, but I think we've got, we've still got, I think it's, we're but quite a momentum team. If we've got the momentum, we've got a couple of goals. I think we're okay. We can then build on it. I think it's something that um, Liverpool need to be better at. But I think with hopefully with some additions in the however long we've got left, two two and a half weeks is it until the transfer window ends, which we need to do to delve into. Uh, but yeah, the first let's talk about the first goal because I've watched it back numerous times this morning. Uh, it is. When you watch it in real time, I guess you don't really appreciate how good the little one-two passes are, the ball from Macher into Salah, the Salah run um, inside and the ball to, to Diaz is just perfect and then a, a great finish. And to, to go one nil up after um, 18 minutes at Stamford Bridge was a was a perfect start, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, like uh, Jimmy mentioned as well, um, you know, we... We had the first 20-25 minutes where I thought we were really good. And I know we were talking about, you know, a defensive midfield that we don't have, but I thought the midfield was good as well, you know, with Maka playing that sixth role. Uh, and we saw really, you know, coming coming out from the start really great. And I thought that we were having a really good chance here. And like you said, we scored the first goal. 
which is a brilliant goal. The pass from Salah is just, you know, delicious. You know, it's perfect. And then great finish as well. It's a good move from the whole, you know, from uh, from Allison all the way up. It goes quick, uh, you know, the way that we want Liverpool to play and that uh, we are used to see them scoring goals, you know, in the... In, you know, even since Klopp came in, this is the way we do it, like really quick. And I, I thought, you know, with one nil up, and obviously with the tight of sideline for Salah's second goal, if we had, if we would have had two nil up there, it would have been a different story. Um, but I also think after that 20-25 minutes, uh, Chelsea took, took over more and more. And uh, you know, like Amy's mentioned as well, we were having trouble to you know get the second ball and the third ball like we were only chasing all the time so I thought you know the start was just great and I thought that we might just get a chance here to actually go and win it because I thought we were that good but the longer it took then Chelsea came into the game more and more and uh, it started to be a really tough uh, task for us anyway Yeah I think that's if that second goal goes in I think it still might be a tight game and still probably might have been I mean Chelsea still could have scored two goals um, but yeah, I think we needed we needed that cushion, and unfortunately, <clears throat> I mean, I've looked at the the stills back at the Salah goal, and I'm still, I still don't 100 percent get it. Uh, I think it's I think the Chilwell one, which we'll talk about in a minute. I think that looks a little bit, and people might just say I'm just being biased here, but I think the Salah one looks tighter than the Chilwell one. I think the Chilwell one's pretty cut and dried in terms of an offside. The Salah one for me is is very 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 tight. Um, but yeah, Jamie, they get they get the equaliser. 37th minute and then you're like well we'll take we'll take a 1-1 going into going into the the half we might as well throw in the chill chillwell goal as well into that because it's literally two minutes later and we're staring down the battle of a of a 2-1 um defeat going into half time luckily what that one was scrapped off but 1-1 going into the half was probably a fair result because after we've just been we've all been just saying like after the half we were um, after the first 30 minutes we were kind of maybe struggling to find our way a little bit and we were allowing Chelsea to to get that rhythm back in the game a little bit weren't we yeah and uh you know Chelsea did a good job themselves weathering the storm I, I really think there's a few chances in there where for 10 to 15 percent more efficient with the starting pass to the person making the run or Mo on a touch there were other goals there that that we could have scored so I don't want to take anything away from our performance in the first 25 minutes or so but um that cat Enzo Fernandez man he was just keeping the ball for Chelsea from about minute 30 to all the way to about minute 52 or whatever it was 51 just possessing really well getting them into positions to uh you know, get the ball onto the sideline before they put Nico Jackson in down the line or get Reese James higher up the pitch and then get him into a corridor to cross into Nico Jackson. And, you know, the 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 line for their goal obviously was a little bit late to react, to step up. Um, if I remember correctly, I think something similar happened when we played at the bridge with uh the Kovacic goal where when you're clearing it for the for the for the for the coming in after the corner you really have to get it out to the side and we put it into the middle both times um but going into halftime I thought it was more than a fair result because although our lineup to me looked stronger than theirs going into the game they weathered the storm and and they got their crowd into it and so I was very happy with one one at halftime yeah I think 
I, th- I think I was feeling encouraged, Christian, like going into it. I think, especially after having the scare, like go- potentially going into one down, that would have been, I think, a bit of a catastrophe because I think for the majority of the, the half, it'll be a Chelsea gain control after 30 minutes. I think we, we were the better team for the first 30. They were the best for the last 15. So I would have been, I would have felt a bit aggrieved going in 2-1 down. But I think we, I was thinking we'd come out and go, right, we need to, I suppose, get a bit more control in the game, get, get McAllister on the ball. Like Jamie rightly said, Enzo Fernandez is annoyingly good and you just can't press him because he's, he's just got that, He's got about seven eyes in his head. It feels like where he can see every angle and he can see where he's going to get pressed from. He just plays it off nice and easy and he keeps the ball. And that's what hopefully McAllister can start to show a bit more of for us. He was doing it, but I want to see a little bit more of it, albeit maybe in a, in a, in a more advanced position when we get a six in. I think that'll be better f- for him. Uh, but how were you feeling then going into the, the second half? I mean, there's obviously no, no other goals, but... We see the introduction of Curtis Jones, Darwin Nunes, Doak and Harvey Elliott come on as well. Um, how are you? How are you feeling going into that second half, and how how it was going in terms of um, Chelsea kind of keeping hold of that ball, and it was it was quite difficult for for Liverpool to to get it back at times. Yeah, first of all, like I was just very pleased that the you know the Chilwell uh, goal was uh, ruled offside and that they didn't score that quick and get two one before half time because I was furious when we watched it with my brother and my friends because I thought we just gave away you know um, areas and you know gave away the ball too easy we didn't win balls like it was just from that 20, 25 minutes we just looked sloppy again I was saying to my friends here that when we looked uh, watched it it was like very much moments from last season when we were not you know, up for it when we look tired and sloppy. And I understand the first game, you know, when it, in the Premier League, it comes down to, you know, Premier nerves. It comes down to it's the first game. We're playing away at Chelsea. It's not an easy game. But again, at least what we expect is, you know, for them to fight. I thought some pressing was not good enough. Uh, but that's just the way that Chelsea, you know, grew into the game. And like you said, you mentioned the uh, Enzo Fernandez there. He did a great job. You know, you could see how good he is. And I think, you know, when some people said to me when I was, you know, chatting to uh, during the game that you know Chelsea is not it's not the best team that they've had for a long time. But at the same time, I think that Pochettino has, you know, in a short period of time already, you can see the structure and organization that he's got into them. Like you, you can see that you know his way of uh, defending and going forward. You know, I think when he can work with his team for a longer period of time in a, you know, with no pressure, it will still be pressure because they spent loads of money, but. You know, given time, I think, you know, that he can do them really, really good to a great team that it will be really difficult. So when they didn't have the second goal and we went into the second half, um, I felt, you know, uh, let's go out now with new energy, uh, try to reorganize and not do the mistakes that we did in the first half at the end of it. But I think that Chelsea just kept on, you know, taking the control Uh have you know the possession you know kept the ball we we looked tired quite quickly in the second half in my opinion but that's also because of Chelsea just you know passing around the ball and we just had to chase it uh, for a long period of time uh, and that will tire you out because you never get the chance to you know just keep the ball and uh, you know drag down the uh, you know the tempo a bit and you know keep it and just you know make it your game so because of all the chasing I just felt that you know I thought that Chelsea might go and win it here because we just really looked tired, and that was my worry. So when he did the changes, obviously with because uh, Jones coming in and Doak later on and Harvey Elliott, I thought obviously a bit of my energy came in. There was loads of people getting furious that Salah was substituted. You know, you can say what you want. Yes, he can find a goal for nothing. You know, he's one of them. You know, he's a, a, a you know our you know star player. 
uh, always scoring goals and stuff. But I think sometimes it's just if I the Klopp actually, you know, bring someone out, you just get fresh legs. And we know what Bendo can do in terms of running. He's very young. But at the same time, you know, most I can find a goal. But sometimes you just need to check and look at it in the way that we needed energy. We needed more legs in the midfield because we were so ran out from Chelsea's way of passing the ball around. So I was just happy that we actually got away with the point. I think we were still good, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking that draw away at Chelsea every day of the week when it comes to how we performed in the second half, even though we had some chances as well. Uh, it's just one of them that you feel like, OK, we... We got away with one here. Uh, we got a point. Let's move on to the next one because we, the way we looked in the second half, uh, was not good in my opinion. Yeah, I think we needed Allison a few a few more times than we would have liked. But <clears throat> I just want to talk about Liverpool and what the chances that we had because Jamie, there was a there was a handball, um, which who knows what the handball rule is anymore? Is it that like, you see it and you're like, it is handball, but with the rule that it is is it a handball i don't know we had the uh van dyke had a really a really good chance where it just skims it skims over the bar there's the darwin nunes chance which another day that hits the post and goes in um so there was there was some good signs but it was more on the counter trying to uh, blast through chelsea's resistance a little bit but uh, what what were your thoughts on on, on the handball because i think that's a I mean, I've saw just different, as you do on Twitter, you see very different opinions. I'm not calling it X, by the way, it's called Twitter forever. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's the handball one's a mad one because if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's your team, you shout for it. But if it's against you, you'd be furious it was given. I think it's one of those that I think it needs to be cleared up a little bit, that, that, the whole thing. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yeah, I think they should just make it very, very simple where the referees and FIFA should come in with an overstanding rule change about when you're playing football in the box, you have to put your hands by your sides. And if your hands are not anywhere other than by your sides or maybe covering your, your, your groin area, then, then the hand is away from those two areas. It touches it's, it's a penalty because in this situation, there's a lot of gray area because his hands are tucked in towards his body, but his hand is like out giving depth from his chest. And I actually think the hand puts the ball closer to goal uh, after it deflects. But with the, the the factoring in of it's coming in off a split second off Luis Diaz's head, so we can't really get it out of the way. But the, the problem is there's no specificity about the rules. It's all subjective in the game to the referees. And I don't care if it's not a penalty today. 
I don't care if it's not a penalty today. But if later on down the season, there's a play that comes around where it happens to Liverpool and it gets given against us, you're going to be left here remembering moments like this, thinking, come on now, what's 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 really going on? But that's par for the course with, with these officials. And luckily, luckily, they didn't have too much of a role to play beyond that incident in this game. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I thought, Christian, what Jamie just said, that it's bound to happen. Something very similar is going to happen. It's going to hit Van Dijk or Canate on the arm <laughs> and it's going to be a penalty and we're going to be absolutely fucking livid about it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, let's let, let's move past Chelsea a little bit because second half was a bit of a... I mean, we weathered the storm a little bit. But we had some good chances that we needed Alisson. I think Alisson got man of the match. I think that... Um, kind of says tells the story and I, th- I, th- I think I saw people online saying like it was shades of last year like we needed Alisson to bail us out and, and we did but that's what he's there for he's there to, to be the big Brazilian bastard that he is and, and, and save us <laughs> at times um, but looking forward then because we, we take a point I mean I think going into this game I think there was optimism because you, you're like you want to strike against a new team against a new manager with maybe not completely um, aligned um, philosophies in terms of their football and ability on the, on the pitch. I think we maybe could have, on another day, beat them and that would have been a real, I mean, a, a real decent win. I mean, I looked at the results before the game, like we drew, we've drew the last six before this game, so we've now drew the last seven. I mean, that includes the FA Cup and the League Cup, which we won on pens, but we've now drew, drawn, drawn the last seven against Chelsea, which is... Um, I mean that tells its story in itself, uh, but a, a, a decent, a decent draw, a decent points. I think most teams going to Chelsea from what we've seen yesterday. I think they're they're a very good side. If they get Caicedo and Lavia, I mean they're going to be very difficult, very difficult to stop, and they're going to easily easily going to be top four. Um, but looking ahead, then Christian, we we go to will Bournemouth come to us on Saturday? I mean that one. I think as a as an opening game that would have been much more um nicer for Liverpool to go there and, and maybe get the, the ball rolling a little bit easier. But that that should be the, the the point where Liverpool maybe start to get a feeling of what our season's gonna be like. I think we saw it in patches yesterday against Chelsea, but Chelsea yeah. are very much a very good team. But I think we can hopefully see a very good Liverpool side um put on a show against Bournemouth on, on Saturday, hopefully. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like, like I said before, we we, we went to play uh, Chelsea away in the in the first uh, you know game of the season, uh, and at Chelsea, there we really didn't know where they were in terms of you know with the new manager and tactics and you know structure and who's going to play and all that. And I think, like we said, uh, they kept the ball in the second half really well. Uh, we were chasing it, but I think you know even if we we think that yes, Chelsea were good, I think we made them good as well because we were quite sloppy in some you know. I thought it was too easy for them to play down the sides and play, you know, we're playing across into our box and all that kind of stuff. I thought we could have closed it down better, but it's also, you know, the first game. And I think if, like I said, coming away with a point against Chelsea at this stage is good because I think if we would have played them further down the line, I think we'd push it, push it, you know, you know, making more changes, getting more quality players in and work with them, he will make them a real force. That's my belief this season. I could see, you know, I think we could see it yesterday. So I'm happy that we got it. And then going to Bournemouth, like you said, as a second uh, game and playing at home, I think that's the, I wouldn't say the perfect start because the perfect start would obviously be having three points already. But to to already have Chelsea out in the way and we get it done, but we got the point. 
to then hopefully go and play, you know, Bournemouth at Anfield and can go and, and punish them, you know, and show what we can do. And we got this first game in our legs now. Like I said, we were tired, but it's also good for their physique. Like we got that game out of the system. Now we can play at home and we know what Anfield will be like in the first game of the season. You know, the crowd will be standing behind the players uh, and make a great atmosphere. And we got all these offensive qualities now with Sober Sly and we can, you know, have McAllister play in the, in the sixth role. But I think also it, it, we could tell from yesterday's game that we really need a defensive midfielder who can just be that shield and, you know, to protect the back four and also be in the one winning balls who can actually play up to Soboslai and McAllister in those offensive positions because I think that's where McAllister is at his best. He can do this role absolutely, but I think when he can connect the offensive three with midfield and Soboslai being more of the force of maybe having, you know, sh uh, sh shots from outside the box and, you know, with his coreness and also creativeness, there's so much to come and so much to look forward to, but I think we need to get, the, uh, you know, a defensive midfielder in to get that balance in the team because we will be punished with that high back for four line or even three when we're going forward with Trent obviously coming up in that midfield position. So I'm really looking forward to Saturday already because I think, you know, playing home against Bournemouth without being disrespectful, it's a chance of, like you said, already there setting the levels for this season, showing that, you know, scoring maybe two, three, four goals and showing, you know, loads of great play, creativity and all that kind of stuff. And that could hopefully set the tone for the rest of the season because we need that very straight away because it was the opposite last season and we all know how that went. Yeah, very, very true. I think we need to start. I mean, like you said, Christian, I think it might be a bit of a <clears throat> blessing in disguise when we look back at this season and if Chelsea start battering everyone in the next couple of games, we'll be like, thank God we played them early doors and we got that draw and we got the points. I just wanted to ask you, Jamie, just before we, we, we wrap up about... I mean, we've talked about McAllister and Sobers. Like, how do you how do you think they they did? Obviously, on the debut, I think they were personally. I think both slotted in really well. I think it's just like Christian said, we need that someone to be there behind them to do the Fabinho work to to do the firefighting while they go forward and and, and cause havoc. But I think they both acquitted themselves really well in, in a game against a really tough opposition, didn't they? Yeah, no, and they're both involved in the build up for the goal, so that was that was great to see. Um, I really think, as as Christian had mentioned before, when we had the legs under us and we were able to press higher up the pitch, we could mask the fact that Maka and Gakpo were, were playing out of position. And then as the things progressed, I think you could see, um, you know, okay, Maka is going to be a player more effective when he can get onto the ball running a little bit quicker as opposed to sitting line deep, etc., and um, Dominic, I swear, there's a highlight of Dominic in the Bundesliga last year for Leipzig where he makes a run the exact same way um, and someone on his own team steals the ball off him and scuppers the shot in the exact same way that happened with Jota yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen that clip. And I was just thinking, oh, my days. I wish he would have been able to get his left foot on that. Um, but no, the, the two new boys were, were very, very exciting. You can see that they have loads of quality. I mean, the, the pass that Maka gives to Salah, it's just a, a dream ball, just settles right on his foot. And it basically telegraphs where, you know, Mo can go to give it to Lucho for the goal. But I definitely think that the money we've spent for those two uh, will prove to be shrewd signings and uh, I can't wait for them to get to experience Anfield next week. 
yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be a de- it's going to be a decent game. Hopefully, like Bournemouth done well in the in the first game um, against Spurs. So, <clears throat> I mean, we need to be we need to be on top form still because we need to, like Christian said, we need to make sure the season starts in the best possible way. If we get four points from the first two games and one of those games was Chelsea, then you can't really complain about that with the way we saw how good Chelsea went. I'm sure most of the Premier League watching that game yesterday will be impressed by Chelsea as we as us three were and I'm sure most people were how good they were. And like you said, with with additions to that, it's a bit annoying how good they, they, they might be. With but Liverpool need to do their own business and hopefully the next couple of weeks we can get some gems over the line and get and get that defensive players we need in the midfield um, but yeah we'll leave it there Jen's nice one for jumping on really appreciate as always Jamie's on a second show Christian's on his I don't know 222nd show so he's part of the furniture now but uh, yeah appreciate you jumping on as always appreciate the spot we'll be back probably Friday ahead of the Bournemouth game to discuss it and then after it as always as a reaction but uh, yeah nice one as always for the support and we'll see you all very soon nice one I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copite Podcast. Podcast Network.